0: The interactive toolbox providing resources for building a better life. I am Zena Shea, your catalyst, coach, and conduit to that better life. A catalyst, a coach, draws out hidden potential in a subject. A conduit provides a connection. The amazing thing about human beings is we become our four foot, five foot, six foot cells from a microscopic seed and egg. And we have all this potential within us. But unlike the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, those don't grow on autopilot. We actually have to work at that growth. So, a lot of us have untapped reservoirs. We have areas we haven't really developed. And we have to actually make a decision to develop those. And that's what Zenergy is about. It's about. Really getting you to think about those areas where you can grow and giving you tools to help you grow, to get rid of the weights that are holding you back. Because we all have to first shed some stuff and then move forward into our greatness. So as your energy Catalyst, I will connect you with tools through interviews, through motivational techniques, through suggestions, through books, articles. I have some of those that I have on my link tree. There's three articles on there. There's a book you can buy. You know, so we have a lot of tools out there um, and food for thought. I want you to be thinking, you know, this is a very powerful tool. You know, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So if you want to change your life, you got to change your thoughts. It all starts here. It all starts here. And you also have to change your heart. You got to change your feelings. So, you know, we have to have motivation to do that and help to do that and and tools to do that. So that's what Zenergy is about. Um, But a coach doesn't work alone. We need teammates. So I have a teammate here with me. Would you introduce yourself?
1: My name is Laron Adams, and I am the owner of our Little Red One shop.
0: All right, and she's going to tell us about her shop, um, and she's going to tell us about some of the things that she has that she thinks might help people to improve their lives, improve their wellness, to improve their state of mind, because we do have all kind of things around us. You know, we live in an age of abundance. We live in an age of information. We live in an age where we can reach out and learn new things, things that our parents didn't know about, our grandparents might not have known about, but we can know about today. Um, and so because we are moving into that, you know, We're kind of in training. We're in training in this game of life. We're in training to to become a better version of ourselves. Um, And so I want to tell you about two tools that I have really embraced in the (laughs) last, I'd say, six years. The first one is aromatherapy. I have so many essential oils. I probably have 25, and I'm not exaggerating. I have an essential oil diffuser in my house um I have a rainbow machine that I put essential oils in it basically creates like a little rainfall kind of it purifies the air um my goodness I have candles I have some incense the smell good it just lifts my spirit I even this right here is actually yeah this you can buy these wherever but this is is a, a absorbent little pad in there and you can take the pad out and put different colors in there it's got different colors of pad but you put a couple of drops of essential oil so you can breathe it in all day and then i had a bracelet this mm-hmm. one is not the one that i sometimes wear and it has lava rocks on it that it absorb mm-hmm. you know essential oils and you can put a few drops on the bracelet and it actually you can smell it whenever you're moving your hands around you know so i definitely believe in um the smell good I believe that scent is so important because scent takes us places. You smell something, you go somewhere in your mind. Absolutely, it does. You know? <laughs> so, I believe in aromatherapy. I also believe, and I would I would have thought I would have never said this in a million years, but I believe in crystals. I probably have about 12, 13 of these. <laughs> these are For two so of them. Therapy. I'm going to let her talk about these in a minute, but I'm going to tell you guys my story about crystals. So... Last year, my mother passed. Sorry
1: it was anything. very
0: difficult. It was probably one of the most difficult things I've ever had to deal with in my life. Because the November before, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend, she got diagnosed with hepatitis and she'd actually had it for years. She, had, she knew she had one strain of it, but she didn't know she had two different strains of it. So the one got treated and the second one stayed in her body for like 20-something years. And she started having all kind of weird symptoms and didn't know what was going on and was going back to the doctor, back to the doctor, back to the doctor. She got diagnosed with basically a hepatitis and complications of that. And they gave her three months to live. And it was just out of the blue. I mean, just like my mother was a go-getter. My mother... She had eight DBAs. We found out after she died. She sold everything. Everything. So she was such a a, a ball of energy and fire and all of that. So it was very difficult to see her just wither down and, and lose that. And There were times when she didn't know who she was or who we were. And so it was very difficult. And when she finally passed, you know, I was actually going through therapy while she was, Declining, Because it was so emotionally difficult. And after she passed, I would wake up in the morning and there would just be this heaviness that would be on I me. And I would sit on my bed for like 15 minutes and I would be listening to affirmations and meditating and everything. And it would take like 15 minutes for that heaviness to just leave me. And and it was just every day, every day, every day. And I was at the Shrine of the Black Madonna. I had went to Baba Fanah's class. And they had their black market that day. And I'm there to promote my show. I'm there to to smile at the people and try to get them to come out and try to get the vendors to come and sell. And I'm I'm doing this. (laughs) And I walk by this table and this lady says, come here. And I said, okay. Hi, how you doing? She said, "Uh, I can just feel the sadness pouring off of you. You have this beautiful smile, but I could just feel it. It's just pouring off of you. And I was like, I just stood there for a minute because I was like, okay, okay. That's not what I expected her to say. And she said, "Uh, look at these crystals right here. Which one is calling to you? I didn't even know that she even had any crystals on the table. But I looked, and I picked one up, and she said, that one absorbs negativity. You need that in your life. And I was like, okay. And she was like, which other one? And I was like, this one. And she was like, that one, do- I don't remember what the other one did, but whatever it was. I think it was peace. Right. And I think it was one peace. She was like, look, you, you're finding what you need. She was like, okay, you know, want anything else? And I think I got like five stones that day. Put them in a little bag. Left them in my car. Got in my house, getting ready to go to bed. And I was like, I got those crystals in the car. Let me go get those crystals. I put them up on my little mantle. I was like, they're pretty. They're pretty. Okay, I'm going to sleep. So I'm thinking they're pretty. That's all I'm thinking. I'm not thinking nothing else about them. I got some crystals. Okay, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> I woke up the next morning. I sat on my bed and I was waiting for the heaviness to come. I was wait. I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. Right. <laughs> it didn't come. And I said to myself, the only thing that's changing my life is I got some crystals sitting on my dresser right now. So I was like, okay, okay. I went about my day. I went to bed. That night, I looked at the crystals. I said, (laughs) let's see how I feel in the morning. Went to sleep. Got up the next day. Was waiting for the heaviness to come. Waiting, just waiting. It didn't come. It didn't come back. So, that's my experience with crystals. It did something for me that meditation didn't do journaling didn't do therapy didn't do taking long baths, aromatherapy, everything I tried didn't do. It lifted the heaviness off of me. You know, Mm -hmm. I believe, you know, somebody might've said it's psychosomatic. I don't care. It worked. (laughs) And it was a whole lot cheaper than therapy. Okay. (laughs) So that's my experience with crystals. Um, I can only tell you what I experienced. I can't tell you anything else. So I'ma let Miss Saran talk about <laughs> whatever she wants to talk about, her shop, different <laughs> tools she has. Whatever what do you want to tell us? So before
1: I go back, the thing that uh you just said about um maybe a psychosomatic. Mm. Um, what's interesting about what you said about your mom. Mm-hmm. You know they've done studies mm-hmm. where with plants. Mm. Where you speak love to one, mm-hmm. and you talk ugly to the other one, mm. and within two weeks, one of the one that you speak down to and ugly to will die.
0: Mm. Yeah, I've heard of that.
1: So just of her getting the news of her, and they they said that. Mm. So so it was weird that you used the word psychosomatic, because mm. it could very well be. Mm. Um, so I'm Saran again. Uh, I want to say many blessings to all the beautiful people that are watching. To give you a little history about me. Um, excuse me for saying um so much. I hate it. I hate that. In my research, I found out that a lot of people before their not intuition, I'm uh what they call it, maybe. Psychic ability kind of kicks in because everyone actually has it. We just don't use what we're what we need to use, but we all have some form of psycho sense at two years old, I fell out of a two story building I was sitting um in the window. The screen was there. And my mom is cooking. She said, all oh, she could hear people scream and say, oh, my God, there's a child on the ground. And she said she looked over, and I had flipped right on out the window. As I was falling, there was this beautiful, bright, loving light that just seemed to, like, encapsulate me and put me on the ground when my mom came down she said i had this this smile on my face like i was speaking with someone or something she asked me when i came to who was i talking to and i said i don't know i was, it was the light that was speaking it wasn't a person it wasn't a shape it wasn't it was the light they took me to the doctor, I was okay, fine. I went through being a child that was dropped off at everybody's house, everybody's house, uh, not a stable, until my grandmother finally took me in. Now let me tell you about grandmother. Okay. Grandmother, Southern Baptist, and baby, let me most people probably went to church on maybe Wednesday for Bible study and Sunday, maybe twice on Sunday. Baby, let me tell you, grandmother took us to church every day, and I can remember thinking as a young lady, what the hell is wrong that people need to come up in this <laughs> building so much? What are they? Get? Why they can't get this? It's so. <laughs> What's wrong? They, they can't get this. What? So, that intuition kicked in very early for me. I was able to tell my older cousins things that I felt like it was supposed to be like common sense. And I found out that it wasn't common sense that I was telling them. I realized very early that it it was something special about me. And I knew that I was special. So... It began my cousin, my older cousin, them, like I would be 10 and like my 16-year-old cousin them like how did they would come back after what I had told them would happen. They'd be like, how did you know that? I was like, why didn't you? Hmm. Like, why didn't you? I said I could see it clearly like playing out. So at 16 with my grown self, because I said I came here a little old lady I was just a little kid, I was, but I was a grown lady. So this this lady that took me to church every day, my grandmother, when I moved out at 16 as I was packing to leave, she began to spew things like, that's okay. You're not going to finish high school. You're going to be pregnant, and you're going to this. And I was like, wait, wait. That's not my plan, hmm. and you can't have that. Mm. I will not give you that. Mm. The same lady, like, I would always write down different businesses that I would have. Mm. And so one day I took them to her and I was showing her this long book of, what a poor black girl gone. And I looked at her I said, girl, don't you sit in the second pew every Sunday? Mm. I say, well, or is having businesses only for white people to do? Wow. I said, because I'm very confused. Mm. I said, because you... You even have, you know, your checkbook, the cover things that you put on. All things are possible through Jesus Christ. That verse. And I was like, I don't get it. Like, And I love my grandmother dearly. Trust me. She, tr- she taught me some things. And I got out, uh, had my little efficiency apartment. I worked at Astroworld, baby. <laughs> I went to school. Got me a little car. Mm. I graduated. I did not get pregnant. (laughs) Mm. Then I continued to go to school. I am a seeker of knowledge at all times. Mm. I will always seek for knowledge. I am a certified massage therapist. I am a surgical technologist. I am an intraoperative. Neuromonitoring tech. So, with that one, I'm the one who's sitting in the corner. I, I, I hook the patient up with electrodes all over the body. They're having brain surgery or they're having spinal surgery. To let the doctor know, hey, hey, it's a nerve there. You hit that nerve, that patient's going to wake up paralyzed. Mm. So, that's what I did in the... What was amazing about learning that, it takes a message less than a second, like, to get from your brain to the bottom of your feet, whatever you want to do to move. Hmm. So now I'm going to go back. At 16, when I got out of my grandmother's house, there was some gifts that started coming through. I found a candle shop. That's just what spirit took me. I got candles. I got herbs. I got oils. And I began to work in that manner. I was like, where did I get this from? Where did it come from? And I've been doing that since 16. It came natural when my mother realized what I was doing, maybe because I had a whole altar room when I bought my first house at 21. Hmm. I didn't like being around a lot of people. And when you live in apartments, everybody in your business, girl, why you can't house? Excuse me. (laughs) So I bought my first house at 21. Wow. I had a whole altar room. I didn't know what I was I didn't know what that, that was called. I had no clue that I had set up my altar and I would burn my candles. I did that for so long. These black walls, my <laughs> my candle room was black, I had to read that. So those things came natural, but then I began to study and research. I was the kid in Sunday school when my grandmother would take me, they would put me out and tell me to just go sit with my grandmother. I would be like, I would have a Bible about like, "Who are these gods? Who is these with the little G? You got some gods in here with a little G? oh that's that's the devil. I say, well, it's a whole lot of devils. I'm <laughs> I wanted to know who the other gods were. Why don't we talk about the other gods? So then I found out that they gave what I was doing different titles. Some people would say it was hoodoo, some people would say it was voodoo, some people would say all of these names that Hollywood has made very negative, very scary to do. When it's really funny if you watch... um I don't watch much TV, but it's funny, like, when you're watching some of the, maybe a reality show, maybe if I'm flipping through. I'm flipping through one day, and I'm watching um, the Kardashians. Hmm. One of the sisters asked the other sister to give them a piece of their head. Hmm. She took her ring off and put it on the head and swung it like a pendulum. I said, what's so crazy is everybody does their thing out in the open, freely. Mm -hmm. Hispanic people have what they call curandetas or little shop botanicas all over the city. They're not afraid to openly. There's a lot of times you'll know where Hispanic or someone got killed in that family because you'll see the flowers there. Sometimes you'll see candles there. We are the only people that has been brainwashed so much that an a nonjudgmental Christian person will come and tell you, that is the work of the devil. That is, and I'm like, why?
0: You know, Six years ago. No, let me go back. Let me go back even further than that. Um, I know nothing about hoodoo, voodoo, any of that. Just the name. I just Why? know the name. But um, my spiritual journey took me in a very different direction. And when I first got divorced, I ended up with the Sacred Woman book in my hands. And that was about mm-hmm. the ancient African tradition of the the metunetter and, and, you know, you had Ra and all of the different principles, the laws of Mayat. That's right. where my journey has taken me.
1: Right.
0: When I first got that book, I couldn't even read it. I couldn't even read, like, the first couple of chapters. It was like, it was just too much. But then, fast forward to quarantine time, I ended up with that book back in my hand. I wasn't even looking for the book. Right. The book came to me. Right. Um, and again, you know, I I did a show with Baba Fanon. I was talking about my whole life, I've tried to fit, I've tried to make myself fit into this, they say a square peg can't fit in a round hole. I tried to put my square peg into a round hole.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and just like you, I went to Catholic school. I told you my parents sent me to Catholic school, I got in trouble for asking too many questions, I got in trouble for wanting to understand, and this is the thing, Genesis, I had a problem with Genesis, even as a child, <laughs> you have Adam and Eve in the garden, they go to the tree of knowledge what? of good and evil. And that is the thing that gets them kicked out. I understand they weren't supposed to eat the fruit. But why would you even put a tree there that they can't eat of? And then why would the tree be a tree of knowledge? Of all things! Like, you could have named a tree anything. So that, as a child, I looked at that story and I tried my best. I spent 34 years of my life... More than that, maybe, but a good. Thirty four years of my life trying to, I researched Christianity. I even went to seminary. I even got ordained. Okay, that's how much I tried to be a I'm Christian. Ordained
1: too, you know, <laughs> I, I tried. Be, I tried try. to be a
0: very strong Christian. I, I, I tried. When I say I tried, I tried my best. Okay, but I kept coming back to some of this book seems so true and so real absolutely and so, oh my God, I feel it right here. Right. I feel it right here. I feel it right here. It's all there. Right. And some of it feels like somebody just stuck some stuff in there that doesn't belong. It's like you go back to electric company. Absolutely. Like, one of these things just doesn't <laughs> belong here. I'm like, I'm supposed to believe this? I know that scripture's right. I know that's right. This right here, this don't even make no sense, and I, I, I struggle with that my whole life. And then finally, I said, you know what? I'm not struggling anymore. I'm gonna take the stuff that I know is true in Absolutely. my heart, that that lines up with everything that nature tells me, That's what I that know. my soul tells me, Absolutely. that that everything in me says this is what? true. As people say, the God's honest truth. Right. And then that other stuff. Take it they they can keep it. They can keep it. I'm just, they can keep it. And I stopped trying to justify it. What? I stopped trying to rationalize it. I stopped trying to, I just, I just stopped. If it's that much work, if I spent 34 years of my life trying to justify a faith that don't make no sense, that's too long. It should either make sense or not. It should either work or it doesn't. You know, it's just too much. It's too much. You know, if I put a seed in the ground and I water it, either it's going to grow or it's going to die. Right. I don't have to spend 34 years trying to get that seed to die. It's going to either grow or die. Right. You know, so that was, that was how I took spirituality. And, and you're right. You know, people want to put you in a box and say, you have to believe this. You have to believe that. And finally, I started saying, no, I don't. I don't have to accept that because you told me I do or because America told me I do or because Massa what? told us at one time we should. What? I don't have to accept that anymore. What? You know, I know there is a creator. Right. I know that. that You don't have to explain that to me. I was born knowing that. Every cell of my body tells me that. Right. You know? So... You know, I wanted you to talk a little bit about your shop because we're going to have to wrap up this 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 wonderful conversation okay. that we're having. you know,
1: so in my shop, um to get to where you want to be, I have things uh like spiritual baths, like that heaviness that you were saying that you were feeling, there were were recipes that our ancestors put together. No different from if they run a commercial and they say, oh, uh, to keep you calm, come and get this lavender body wash. And So, if you need some protection, if you need to love yourself, these ingredients are put together. I also have herbs. You have ailments and you're not the type of person that likes to take these medications like you're supposed to know what it is but these medications I have candles I have oils, purpose oils intent oils um, as well as aromatherapy I also I am a Ricky master also I just got what is called a aura it's an aura machine
0: hmm.
1: so and it's it's really medically connected they finally found out a way you you use your hand and you put your hand on this grid and it calculates your chakras and show you where you need some work at. It even can, can even be used, like, in sports medicine. That's how wow. deep this system is that I got. Wow. suppress impressive. Where I can tell you, uh, since there's a little something going on with your kidneys, you might want to get an herb over there to kind of cleanse your kidneys, detox. or So I'm excited to pull that one out. And we're actually about to open a store number two on the north side.
0: Congratulations. So I am
1: expanding. Awesome. I also, I have, um, I have consults if you want to come and talk to me. Our young people are trying to figure this out. Mm. They're trying to figure this out. What I'm happy about is to provide a place where they can feel free to say what they need to say. Because this, you don't talk about. With the, my grandmother them time, you don't talk about stuff like this, mm. burning candles. and <clears throat> When you're using the elements to work together for you, and you're speaking, and you're manifesting things that you want, I still say to everyone, it's about checking your mind first off. Mm, this whole that. thing is about checking your mind. When you take, when you when when you reprogram yourself from all that subconscious stuff that they, that that stuff that they've poured into us, and take that shit out, and know that mm-hmm. there's something else out there better to help you, right? Then that's what we work with.
0: I agree with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we are gonna wrap up. Um, I hope you enjoyed our conversation. <laughs> I hope I gave you some food for thought and I hope you go out and find whatever tools that work for you to bring you peace, to bring you joy, to lift heaviness off of you. You know, the tools that we are using, maybe you should try and maybe you should try something else. You know, I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything, but I am definitely wanting to give a space where people can talk about their journeys to wholeness, their journey to healing, and how they got rid of all the shackles that they have had on them, on their minds, on their hearts, on their spirit, on their souls. So this is energy. And we provide fuel for the mind, spirit, and soul. And I have been talking with Saran Adams today. And tell us your shop again and where you can be found.
1: It is Our Little Red One Shop. And the number is 713-844-1534. (laughs) And the address is 4213 Emancipation. You can find me on IG and Facebook under our Little Red One Shop as well.
0: All right. So... We're going to wrap up and I have my merchandise, as I've already said, you can go to my link tree. If you want to be on the podcast, I definitely am booking people for the future. Um, so you can go on there fill out the podcast guest form, fill out the the scheduling link. Uh, you can go on there and buy my merchandise or you can reach out to me. You know, these are what I have on stock, but I have a lot more online. Um, and support your girl, support your girl, you know, (laughs) We're right here in the community. Reach out to us, support us. Uh, again, my my cash app, if you want to send me some tips, you know, Zenache Poetry, Z E N A S C Poetry with the dollar sign in front. Linktree, you can support through Patreon if you like what we're doing. If you like this whole openness, bringing people in, exposing people to different ways of thinking, um, support it. Support it. We want to be there for the community. So may you walk in Zenergy. And thank you for your time. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye.
1: Follow your spirit. Give the gift of lift.
0: Lift people up. Lift people up so when they look at your, your shirt, they look at your mug, they get an inspiring message. They're lifted.